The Chicago Bears take on the Miami Dolphins in their home soldier field, and it should be a firecracker of a game, Jeff, as the Bears are coming off a strong 29-point offensive performance, taking on one of the most dynamic teams in football offensively. But let's start with the fun stuff. Let's start with when the Bears have the ball. And honestly, Jeff, what an interesting time to be talking about the Bears, as not only have they developed one of the premier designer runs schemes in football carried in large part by the flexibility that Justin Fields and Khalil Herbert offer together as they each complement each other in a truly phenomenal way. For instance, defensive ends are playing Justin Fields off the backside of every run. And there's a reason, Jeff, that because those defensive ends crash to take fields, Khalil Herbert with the burst that he has is cutting back up the field on the backside for touchdowns, 60 yard gains, You've seen it all season, and it is no accident. But the Bears have just now added Chase Claypool, a dynamic deep threat that should be able to take some pressure off of Darnell Mooney, who, Jeff, you and I followed it, especially the first five weeks of the season, has really struggled. The Dolphins' defense is boring to the point of almost not needing to talk about them. They run a 3-4 that's framed like a 4-3. They play a ton of cover one, some cover three, and there's a reason they're giving up so much yardage despite having pretty solid talent, and it's because, in my opinion, Jeff, the scheme is pretty uncreative. They play, I mean, truly, it is as if they are playing base 4-3 defense out of a 3-4 with the occasional bare front. There's some stuff that they're doing, and they've obviously got talent like Javon Holland, Xavier Howard, but I'm surprised they're not able to generate any more than they have with it. Hopefully, the Bears can take advantage. There's a lot of curiosity going into this game, and I do need to mention Bradley Chubb as he could be a real problem, but you never know how guys handle their first game on a brand new team. A lot of the defensive responsibilities can change, though I guess for edge, that's about as simple a position as you're going to get. Now, what are the stats saying? So when the Bears have the football, 31 is the stat. That's the number of times Justin Fields has been sacked this year. That leads the league. That is the highest number in the league. I want the Bears to do a little bit better about uh, in that category against a Dolphins defense that has not rushed the passer well. So this would be a good opportunity to try to keep Justin Fields' jersey clean in terms of dropping back. Uh, he's probably going to get it a little dirty when he slides as he's running the football, but that's that's a different story. It's going to lead me into my matchup. You mentioned Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb coming over in a big trade with Denver. He's going to be playing his first game with the Dolphins. He's going to be playing his first game with this new giant contract that the Dolphins gave him. He's wearing number two as a defensive end, outside linebacker. I do not like that. I'm So I'm interested in what Bradley Chubb's going to look like against the Bears tackles. So that's going to be Braxton Jones and probably going to be Riley Reef. I would imagine he's going to get another start, although it may be Larry Borum. Um, I want to see how the tackles hold up against Bradley Chubb and a defensive line that has not rushed the passer well. Keep Justin Fields upright. What about you for your matchup? So I'm actually going to go with a running back this week as I want to know what number 24 uh, Khalil Herbert is going to do against Javon Holland. Look, Jeff, we're football is a game of inches and a game of capitalizing off of opportunities. And like I said, the Bears have been hitting the backside really, really well on these outside zone runs all season long. So I have no doubt that Javon Holland and Khalil Herbert are going to get a square up at some point in this game. And if Herbert can make Holland miss or at least force a bad angle, that's a difference that can often result in 35 yards to potentially a touchdown, depending on where it happens on the field. 
That's a huge play. And four, as we segue into the defense, a soldier field turf that will likely slow down the superstar receivers that are Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Obviously, you can only slow them down so much, Jeff, but this Dolphins de- or offense is so loaded with speed. It is so fun to watch. I mean, they're running an iterated an offense iterated off of the Shanahan concepts that now um, their coach brought over. They've got wonderful speed all across the rocker roster in Mike Gusecki, in um, Raheem Morris, in Mostert, in Tyree Kill, in Jalen Waddle, and they are making their quarterback to a tug of Iloa look awfully good and he's doing a great job of distributing i mean i want to take nothing away from Tua tug of iloa his decision making is the or is the motor that's running this offense but he's distributing to some wonderful talent and truly for a bears defense that the roquan smith loss look i've been hard on roquan smith so i'm the worst person to ask about this i know that the bears are going to lose something in the middle of the field but depending on how the or the miami offensive line plays because the bears defensive line is consistently a mismatch against whoever, whatever offensive line they take on, the linebackers are going to have to take on blocks anyways. But if the turf can effectively play in the Bears' favor, which, again, can't believe I'm talking this much about field conditions, Jeff, but with this offense in particular, if Tyree Kill, if Mostert, if Waddle is one step slower, that helps Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson keep pace much, much better than if they're playing on AstroTurf. What are you seeing from stats? Well, you love it because Tua Tagovailoa already mentioned the turf at Soldier Field in some of his comments. The 12th man for the Chicago Bears already in the head of Tua Tagovailoa. He is my stat this week. 112.7 is his passer rating. We know passer rating is not a perfect statistic, but we are comfortable with it. We know that that is a good number. That is number one in the league. Would you have believed that Tua Tagovailoa is the best passer in terms of passer rating in the National Football League halfway through this season? He has been incredible. He has been incredible in terms of dispersing the ball to his playmakers who are really fast. And so uh, that is that is what I'm looking at in terms of the stat that leads me to my matchup. Tyreek Hill, his number one target has he currently leads the league in receptions and reception yards. So he is absolutely tearing it up. Uh, so my matchup is Tyreek Hill against these Bears corners, specifically best on best Jalen Johnson. We want to see what he can do when he is matched up against Tyreek Hill would be a fascinating matchup between the Bears best corner and one of the best wide receivers in the entire league who is nicknamed Cheetah for a reason. He gets behind you and he can he can run away from you. So uh, a dynamic talent in Tyreek Hill against uh, Jalen Johnson. What about you? What are you looking at? I'll go with the X factor here as whatever linebacker is stepping in for Roquan Smith will be critical when it comes to defending the run. Look, obviously, Eddie Jackson makes a lot of sense here as far as matchups. Can the Bears stop their passing attack? But look, any team in football, tail as old as time, JB, if you can force them to be one dimensional, you've got an edge. And the Bear, the Dolphins are no doubt going to try to run the ball on this Bears defense. It's not a hard defense to run the ball against but I don't know how well they're going to be able to get things going especially given again Mostert's biggest edge is his speed how much open gate are you really going to get on a soggy soldier field depending on conditions weather's not been great lately so we'll see what happens but I'm hoping that either Jack Sanborn or Sterling Weatherford can step in and make some plays what are you seeing from prop bets 
Right. A lot of good prop bets out there this week. I put together a board. If you're watching with us on YouTube, obviously plug in that uh, promo code that you see on your screen. Bears, best promo code in the world, uh, and you'll get your deposit matched. Um, some cool stuff on the board this week. I'm really excited about the guy that you talked about early on in the show, Khalil Herbert, the other running back. The I don't want to even call him a backup running back at this point. When you're averaging 6.2 yards per carry, um, you are an excellent running back. You are up there and deserve of all the praise that you're getting. 40.5 yards for a guy who got half of the reps last week against a good Dallas defense and, and almost had 100 yards rushing. He's finished with 99. This seems like an easy picking to me. 40.5 rushing yards. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the over on Khalil Herbert. That's the one that jumps out to me. Any of these on the board that you like? So I actually love the under on Tua Tugavailoa's passing yards because I struggle to see a world, Jeff, in which his passing yardage specifically eclipses that number. This is going to sound awfully silly, Jeff, but you got to remember Dak Prescott, who had everything he could have possibly asked for last week against this Bears defense, still only threw for 250 passing yards. When this Bears defense is playing well, they or poorly, frankly, they're either giving up yards on the ground leading to their untimely demise, or they are, frankly, having pretty good games like they did against New England. I think that Tua Tagovailoa will likely throw for 230 to 240 passing yards, but 265 and a half seems awfully high on a day where it's going to thunderstorm today, or at least it's supposed to, so the field won't be totally dry. Feels like a sloppy game, and a sloppy game slows receivers down and and is going to make things through the air a little bit tougher. I think there is going to be a lot of running in this football game, which means it should be a shorter game. I like where you're going with that. I like that bet. That makes a lot of sense to me. The other one I'll mention on the other side of that is betting against that Bears run defense. They're you know, very bad in the league. Um, I like Raheem Mostert as a running back. I think he's a really good threat. His number is 65 and a half yards. He is a speed threat. Um, so if he breaks one, he can break off chunk yards pretty easily. But again, this is really a bet against the Bears run defense. And as much as we liked the move um, with Roquan Smith in terms of building this roster and redistributing your resources in other places, it is still somebody that they're going to miss in this run defense because he's so fast. He is someone that could catch Raheem Mostert if he was about to break one out. So um, I like Raheem Mostert over 65 and a half rushing yards in this one as well. Um, anything final thoughts before we get out of here? The 10 minute drill closing. I really think that this is one of the most intriguing games of the year. Look, the Bears have performed best when there's no expectations. And next week, playing one of the worst defenses in football, expectations are going to return. But this week against the Dolphins, truly nobody knows what to expect. And that is my favorite kind of football game. That's a 10-minute drill. Thanks, guys.